Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome to another edition of the Air Conditioning Podcast okay. where we talk about all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard facts, Brad. Cold hard facts. And it's been another wintry week in the, the yeah, South of Australia. It's a cold week. Yeah. It's, as again, it's good for business. So plenty, plenty going yeah. on. Breakdowns, service calls, yeah. installs. installs. Yeah. Nice VRV job on the, on the go with... Uh, I think 30 indoor uh, uh, cassette units, which was quite good. That's so good. that's a good one. Good, good job. Yeah, yeah. two-story yeah. building. Yeah. Um, and um, so the, oh, what did you do last night? I was watching a footy. But, well, um, I think I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my you, Brad. Maybe with a beer in my hand. 11, 10 reds under your belt. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, well, it was um, Essendon and Gold Coast last night. Yeah, it's a draw, apparently. So good game. Yeah. Pretty came down the last kick. But um, yeah, so uh, we might uh, do a bit of a, a quick update on the old COVID front. Um, COVID up. Do that. So uh, let's just look at that now. So globally, we are currently sitting at 20.4 million confirmed cases, if you don't mind. Yeah. 12.6 million have recovered and a staggering 745,000 deaths, which is just devastating. Yeah. Uh, Australia. 22,127 confirmed cases, 12,774 recovered, 352 deaths. No new cases in SA. That's good. Which is a positive thing. Um, and uh, Victoria, on the other hand, they've got like nearly 8,000 cases at the moment, which is and they're starting yeah. to, uh, well, they've said they had 410, uh, oh, sorry, they had 429 cases in the last 24 hours yeah. and that's actually starting to so, turn down yeah, a little bit yeah. so that's um well, we hope it keeps trending that way i mm. suppose but it's victorian stage four lockdown so we feel your pain guys i'm sorry to hear that and uh new zealand yeah, they were uh, over 100 days covid free mm. and then they had a, a cluster this week they so. may have come in on the on the transport with some uh, yeah, goods yeah right yeah. transport goods not good at all. So, guys, don't forget to wash your hands, sanitise, socially distance, stay at home, wear a bloody mask. Don't Please be one of these tosses from Bunnings that, uh, yeah. you know, the anti-maskers. Anti-maskers. That, yeah. Look, it won't kill you to wear a no, mask. Exactly right. But it might, you might kill someone else if you don't. Yeah, that's exactly right. That was not bad, actually. I like that. I could put that on t-shirt, yeah. I reckon. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah guys, we've, we're really excited today. We've got a uh, another international guest, Brad. Another international guest. All wow. the way from the US. And um, they're actually based in Austin, Texas. Uh, it's a company called Interplay Learning. Uh, and they are a platform that has redefined hands-on training by embracing advanced technologies such as 3D simulation, virtual reality, and making learning exponentially faster and more powerful than traditional methods. So joining us on the, today, on the show today, guys, is the founder and CEO, Doug Donovan. Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, thank you for having me. Oh, we, uh, Pleasure to have you on. We appreciate you giving your time up, and it's uh, six thirty p.m. over there or thereabouts. So you're just winding your day up, and we're just getting started. So, um, but mate, um, exciting um, uh, what you guys are doing over there. Tell us a bit more and share with our listeners what you what you guys do. 
Yeah, sure. So we're an um, education technology company, and our focus from our outset has been on technical hands-on workers. And, and frankly, if, you know, being totally honest, we just ripped off what the military, medical, and aviation industries were doing. Yeah. They found out that, you know, using simulation was a fantastic way to accelerate skill development. And um, uh, we were surprised back when we started the company that, you know, nobody in the trades was leveraging it. It made some sense. It was expensive to develop, both content-wise and to mm -hmm. deliver. Um, but now we've built a, an online on-demand platform of, of technical learning with HVAC being our largest catalog. We also have plumbing and electrical facility maintenance and some solar uh, technician work as well. But if you're familiar with like a, a LinkedIn learning or Pluralsight, there's a, a bunch of these on-demand online learning uh, catalogs, but they're all for knowledge workers, right? Nobody has said, hey, what about the electrical, mechanical, industrial worker? So we've stood that up the last couple of years. And, and we sell it into service companies all across the U.S. and actually now getting outside of the U.S. as well um, and sell it to the big manufacturers where they're trying to train people up. And, and uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a fun little, fun little company here we got. Very exciting stuff. Very and so just, just unpack it a bit further if you don't mind, Doug. So, so you literally are putting on a, a, a virtual reality mask, if you like, and uh, goggles, whatever you call them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, talk, talk us through that. The, you know, the, when we deliver the training, we deliver it on any device. So, you know, there's only a portion using the virtual reality and that's kind of the sexy shiny object everyone likes yeah. talking about. So we always start there. And, yeah. uh, but the reality is most of our use still is on tablets and desktops. And what it is is point of view. What it looks like is a point of view video game. But, you know, instead yeah. of killing the bad guys, you've got your multimeter and, you're checking the transformer across the contactors or whatever it is. Um, and so in VR, when you actually have the goggles on, that's a whole different world. I mean, you are in that basement or you are at the outdoor unit or you're at the rooftop unit. You feel like you're holding uh, that digital manifold and you're on your knees and it's really an extraordinary experience. Um, but, but it's really a portfolio delivery approach because you know you know you guys you're you're all over the place you're in your vans you're at yeah, distribution right. centers you're on a roof so you have to be able to access it on mobile devices as well um, and so we have a, a single code base that drives all of that so users come yeah. in all different ways all you need is uh, to do it in a sauna and it'll be like the real thing <laughs> yeah, that's right. We get asked that a lot. You can, I mean, they're like, can you shock people? Can you, you know, that's put on a heat suit? And, you know, we're not that far away from that. Yeah, there is yeah. actually, if you can imagine, especially with the, um, the Genesis coming from, you know, military and a lot of things there, there's a thing called the Tesla suit unrelated yeah. to the famous Tesla company, but it, it like, it mimics punches and bullets and heat and and so it's not crazy in the next decade yeah. you might put on one of those yeah I, I don't know you know we get asked like do you have any you know deadly spiders crawling yeah. out of things do you have any you know nice. uh, so yeah we, we you know we do gamify it we bring some yeah. fun to it because yeah, it's you know. uh you know the new learner wants that they want to be mm -hmm. engaged and stimulated and and we always have grand visions of you know these big blasts, but the reality is budgets always curtail that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we end up with some good stuff, but uh, we're not quite at the, it's not quite ready, not quite like, uh, what's the game? 
Fortnite. Not quite Fortnite yet. Yeah. <laughs> so you reckon that the 4D experience might be on the cards at some point? That's right. Absolutely. You yeah. could have all these uh, you, you know, 10-year-old uh, mechanics wandering around the place. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I imagine we'll talk about this. I don't think you guys face quite the skills gap that we have in the U.S. in terms of these trades, really. Mm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's rather, it's a travesty. There's all these great careers and all these unemployed people and they can't seem to make the world, you know, get bridge that. And that's hopefully what mm. we offer. But I, I say all earnestly that someone will learn to become an HVAC tech on a game, cons you know, controller in their living room at some point. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, this doesn't replace the hands-on time with the yeah. mentor and you know all mm -hmm. of that absolutely has to happen and we just, you know, we got to but we want to be a part of that, but you can, you know, that's that day is not far off at all. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. So, I imagine that um, I'm just trying to imagine what you'd be seeing and with uh, virtual reality, there's got to be those elements where you have to pick up a tool or do something. What happens there? Is it just like your virtual hands picking up a air or is he actually picking up an no. object? <clears throat> yeah, that's a good question. So um, the, the high-end devices is which we use. And I say high-end, they're, they're only 300 bucks now. But not the like slide-in stuff, like use your cell phone, slide it in a, in a box, of, you know, a cardboard box, not that. Mm -hmm. But the real stuff, what's called six degrees of freedom, meaning you can move in all directions and full hand tracking so you see your hands you actually have controllers in your hands and um, people have said, Oh, there's gloves coming and there are gloves available, but I don't, we're not that interested in that. The controllers are actually better for us because of the tools. Like you have a controller, your, your eyes see whatever that is. Is it a manifold? Is it a multimeter? And that controller provides the weight. So yeah. you're convinced it's there. Your brain, the thing about the VR, once you've tried it and you know, it's the, it's a joy of my life now to give people that first time experience because it just blows their mind, right? Yeah. Especially experts, tradespeople, yeah. when they see their own stuff, like this is a real heat pump and this multimeter actually works. And, yeah. you know, when they see their real stuff. So, yeah, you're holding that tool. Your brain doesn't know how to be in two places. So you might be sitting in, you know, the room you're sitting in now, but when you put that uh, headset on and you grab those controllers and you see your hands and you do, you have these floating hands out there. When you grab a device or, you know, in certain ones, you sort of pop the device in their hand. You think it's there. Your brain doesn't know how to uh, differentiate and it's not photorealistic, but your brain doesn't care once you're in there and yeah. you see your hands moving. Um, you're pretty much there. So when, yeah, I love watching technicians go through it, fix something, you know, faulty yeah. mister or something and then take off their headset and look at me and just go, holy cow. <laughs> that, that was incredible. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so do you, do you guys, um, uh, so do you have brand specific software? So for the manufacturers? Yeah, great question. So what we do is online, we have a big general agnostic learning, right? Like yeah. fundamentally, you know, a lot of times, you know, they're kind of donkey systems where if you're an expert, you might be like, ah, oh, that was clearly a train coil or AOC board or whatever but we'll put together just like you would in a trade school if yeah. in like a, in a book you try to like sort of anonymize it a little bit and so you learn the fundamentals and that sits in the general catalog but then we have deals with all the bigs uh yeah. carrier ream root goodman daikin amana uh right down the line jci agree 
and uh, we'll do specific builds for them. And often what in builds is what, what we call for developing yeah. a simulation. So, and they'll often serve it inside of their community of learners, right? Like I, you know, if you're an authorized dealer for Carrier, you're probably going to what they call my learning center, which is put on by Carrier. And now there's our general training yeah. that they white label and then specific stuff only, only those learners can see inside of yeah. that sort of community. So you might do a, uh, general heat pump training, and then you might do the Infinity VSR carrier heat pump, right? Specific yeah. with those specific diagnostic codes, et cetera, to that exact unit. So we do yeah. both. That's cool. Wow. And you'd imagine that with all the, uh, the the models that are constantly changing, um, and I mean, you know, generally the the the, the basics are, are there, but you know, models can change from from uh, brand to brand as well. Yeah. Um, so I imagine that's That'd be a logistical nightmare trying to keep up to date with all that stuff, wouldn't it? Well, for us, you know, we have a, um, I won't get too, too nerdy about it, but uh, we have a single code base that runs every single simulation. And the content is actually different than the code, meaning the code that tells you how to pick up a multimeter is separate yeah. than what you're actually picking up, right? right. Yeah. And so for us to change things uh, on that last layer is actually pretty easy. And that's one of the thing, it's not like, you know, you film a movie, let's say we did a video training out in the field with you guys and you know, we edit it up and it's a wrap, right? And you're, and yeah. they say it's a wrap for a reason. You're not going back in and changing anything. Well, for us, we change lines of code or we change out art or, Oh, it's no longer diagnosis, you know, diagnostic code 37, the numbers have changed and we got to go in and make edits, but that's actually considerably easier than in, you know, most ways you're trying to train on this type of stuff. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. And, and your teammate, um, looking at your website, um, they have lots of, uh, huge amounts of experience and vast sort of backgrounds. Um, I noticed that your chief technology officer, uh, Raven Griffin, he previously worked for Pixar Animation. So, as that right. that he's brought those skills to 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 what exactly. you do. That's That's exactly, handy person to have, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. And and uh, when he joined the company, I mean, we were uh, we were kind of a professional services style shop for six years, but really the company we're talking about now started in 2016 when we saw this big ga gaping hole in the market for this need, this training. And if we were going to do it, we had to do it in a scalable fashion, right? Mm. Those professional services days, every simulation was independent. And I mentioned that single code base. So he's the one who came in and he was working on scaling animation at Pixar. And that was his job. He was in that department and, and uh, leading that effort. And they were doing it because Pixar was getting their ass handed to them by these smaller studios who were building things way faster. Yeah. And so they said, how do we build faster? And so they were, so when he came over, he already had the vision of this is how you scale this type of thing. And so, uh, yeah, he's been critical to, to building the authoring engine. We call it Volt, stands for Vocational Online Learning Technology, but it's, that was really his brainchild that that um, that that got this thing going. Yeah. And and you guys are um, we're not seeing it as much here in terms of the skills gap. Um, you're seeing that a lot over the US with the uh, baby yeah. boomers are uh, starting to retire. And that's right. It's massive, and it's and it's um, you know it's a shame because yeah, like my my generation in the US, there's 33 million of us. 
the baby boomers were their 70 plus. So already we're at a you know huge disadvantage numbers wise. In my generation in the 80s, right, you you were told you go to get a four-year degree and you become a lawyer. And you know, there was sort of this stigma around, oh, don't work with your hands. That's sort of that that's the old way. And um, so there's big movement to that. So you just had this huge gap where nobody was entering these or very few people were entering these trades. And and it's a shame now because then you lost a lot of vocational programs, a lot of the apprenticeship stuff started going away, numbers really dropped. And now you have, you know, two decades later got this huge gap and you don't have an infrastructure to really accelerate, you know, stand it up again. Yeah. And frankly, for us, that's a big opportunity, as you can mm, imagine, yeah, right? Because sure. we can step in pretty quickly and, and help stand that up. So it's, you know, it's part of what the business opportunity was when we pursued it. But it's fun now to be a part of that solution because these are such rewarding careers that, mm-hmm. you know, where the, the narrative has changed now a little bit, yep. it's going to take some time, but there is a real interest now looking at these again, especially as a lot of these 20 somethings are in these gig jobs that yep. just are not a career, right. And mm-hmm. they don't have the growth potential. I mean, you can go from, you know, $17 an hour up to running, you know, a 50 person company, right? I yeah. mean, the sky's the limit with these careers and, you know, driving Uber and working, you know, retail, like there's just not, you don't yeah, have that so. career growth, like it's not as clear. So, mm-hmm. so it's fun to be a part of that and be able to support that. The company, our company, we say a lot, like mission driven around better careers mean better lives. And mm-hmm. that really, you know, it makes it easy to show up here every day when we know we're seeing that. We hear from our customers. It's 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 fun. Yeah, yeah. We've we've not seen that. We haven't seen that here, have we? No. It's kind of. Um, yeah. In fact, it's gone almost the other way. Yeah. Where um, they sort of watered down the licensing and so forth, so it brought all of the ah, uh, other, well, lots of other, you know, trades into our into our trade, and not necessarily. Um, they haven't been trained the right way, so yeah, yeah. you know it's not it's not an ideal world when that you know when that happens. But uh, so it's probably the opposite problem to what you've got. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of you know, what do they call it regulatory capture, where there's the barriers are too high, and every state it's like this patchwork of certification. You need this license in this state, but you need a different yeah. license in this state, and. And uh, if, you know, if there's going to be a, a national response to this skills gap, somebody would have to address that. I don't, I don't yeah. see that happening. We can't seem yeah. to have a, a political discourse of any value here. But, um, yeah. you know, that would something that we'd have to tackle for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. And have you guys got any plans of moving outside of the U.S. or are you, are you outside of the U.S. already? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've just uh, started globalizing the platform or, or building editors to globalize it rather. And um, we'll start with, you know, Spanish. We have like Spanish subtitles in the U.S. You can imagine a lot of workers in these trades are Spanish speakers. And so we'll start with that. So, um, and yeah, we have conversations going on with the uh, um, country of South Africa. Uh, we have um, some folks in Australia, GSES is licensing our solar training. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we put that deal together a year ago or so. We haven't quite done much with them yet, but at some point uh, I, I, I see something there happening. Obviously with the HVAC stuff, we got to look at not just, well, there's, I mean, the language is nice because it's 
you know, it's only, yeah. there's only small marginal differences. Yeah. Um, and the, but we do have to, we, we got to look at voltage and yeah. things that are different, right? Standards. And we'll have to look yeah. at that. So there'll be a little work around that, but what we do travels, right? Because yeah. it's mostly visual or it's, you know, the, the guts of it's visual. And yeah, there's certain things I remember when we were talking with the folks in Australia about the roof types we, we represented. He, you know, hey, we don't have any roofs like that. Like we'd have to look at some different yeah, things. Right, there's yeah. some art things you'd have to do. But yeah, I mean, this is, I know Australia is kind of the exception to the rule, but I think the last couple surveys I've seen for six years running globally, skilled trades is the hardest job to fill. And you can imagine the growing economies in China and India yeah, and you yeah. know, mm -hmm. elsewhere. And um, so, yeah, we, get, we, we intend to be global. Mm. That's awesome. With your uh, so with your um, courses, are, there, are you actually taking apprentices all the way through, um, as or are you more of a, a complementary sort of course? Yeah, that's a good question, and I'd say we start at the the latter, right? Yeah, like our, our the product was really intended say for you know your company to bring on younger techs and have kind of a mini apprenticeship program in a box right good foundational training they're still job shadowing they're still doing all the other things but maybe they're getting on there for an hour and a half every you know two days and doing some uh either scenario stuff that we talked about maybe watching some more fundamental videos filling it in so that we you know we go to market as a, a low price SaaS. i mean it's okay. 300 bucks a seat um, so, uh, you know, we'll have companies, you know, Bob's heating and air, we'll have 12 seats and they'll have some of the younger techs on it. Occasionally we'll have some seasoned techs in there playing around and they appreciate it. You know, yeah. they'll say, you know, Hey, I haven't seen a fault, like, you know, misaligned thermistor in five years. So it's kind of fun for me too, to practice my trade, yeah. but primarily with the content we have today, it tends to be, I'd say five years and less on the job is really where it's most valuable. Yeah. Now we are standing up a program we call the pathways product, which is more of a, almost like a coding boot camp oh, yeah. for HVAC, right? So yeah. you, you know, if you really go through this content, there's, you know, a couple hundred hours of content. If you do all the Sims, you should really be job ready to be a really qualified helper, right? Like you should know all the tools. You should really know the refrigeration cycle, yeah. basic diagnostic and, and preventative maintenance, but you haven't spent a lot of time in the field. But again, that whole idea, as we talked about earlier, is condense the learning time. Yeah. Can you make somebody sort of an economic value to your company in three months instead of 18 months, yeah. right? That's kind of our goal. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and, and with this style of learning, um, is it necessary to go to a particular venue or workshop or is it something that it can be done from, you know, your office or your living room, for example? Yeah, it's all online. So yeah, yeah. people do it from, you know, anywhere they're, they have to have a web connection because it mm -hmm. is server-based. So. Yeah, you could be on a bus and if you got connection, you could be watching a video or doing a sim or whatever. So no, you do it anywhere. Now with virtual reality, we're sort of in the early, you know, we're in inning one, uh, which is a you know, term in the US. You know, it's like, uh, what do you guys call the, what's the first inning in cricket? Is it an inning? Oh, innings, yeah, 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 that's innings, right. yeah, 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 we're in yeah, inning yeah, one, yeah. shorter game. Uh, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> uh, so we're just at the beginning with VR. So you don't have like, 
you know, headsets everywhere. So yeah. it tends to be like training centers that have bought a couple setups. And so they're using it to augment their lab or some of the larger service companies will have, you know, a training area and they'll have a setup. We do have some, you know, progressive users, folks who say, yeah, I'm, I bought, bought it for gaming and I'm using it for training in my living room. So mm. we do get that too. Uh, the device cost has dropped precipitously and COVID aside because there's, you know, handing devices off is obviously a bit of a challenge yeah. uh, at this point. So we've actually seen a slowdown. I mean, we were flying, I think oh. we stood up 85 VR training centers for carrier across their yeah. distribution network in, into February. And then it's just, nobody's touching that stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah, nobody's yeah. going yeah. to those places. So fortunately for us, we do the online delivery without the headsets. If we were a, if this was a pure virtual reality story, we would have a very different conversation yeah, right yeah, now, which yeah. would be saying like, Oh, I've cut 90% of my staff. And yeah. because the VR stuff is still a little communal mm -hmm. and, and, and someday it won't be right. Someday you will have a $300 headset that you're going to pop on and do what you need to do on it. But right yeah. now it's still communal. So fortunately for us, because of our online delivery, our business is actually really accelerated as you can imagine, yeah. distance learning in a pandemic is, you know, exactly. it's pretty, it's pretty active right Everyone's now. sitting at home, well, the guys that are sitting at home, if they are, you know, they could be uh, doing some that's training. Exactly and, right. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yep, that's exactly right. Yep, that's big. I mean, we're, our business was up like 400% March through today. I mean, it's just flying. Anybody who's on the fence about technical training, online simulations, right? Because there's some some folks who are going to say, ah, you can't learn like that. You got to be on the job. And, you know, I respect that, but although I can show you a science that, that tell them otherwise, but um, the uh, yeah, we got plenty of companies who said, look, I have to, I'm keeping my guys on staff, but they're all sitting at home. I want to make that time productive. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've seen a lot of usage as well, not only, you know, better sales, but better usage. And that's yeah. because yeah. people are trapped and, they need they need to spend their time doing something productive. Exactly. What sort of what sort of costs are we looking at for a like an online um, course? I suppose a subject. Yeah. So subject. Yeah, we actually don't. We make it. You know, you can you get access to everything. There is no oh, okay. like yeah. oh you pay for this course or you one off it. It and it's the ballpark is three hundred dollars. That's sort of the peak retail price. Yeah. Three hundred dollars a year to access oh, wow. all that content. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of frighteningly cool. cheap. Yeah. And, um, you know, the intent there is we want to be your lifelong learning platform. Yep. Like I want to keep you for 20 bucks a month, whatever, forever to be like, yeah. oh yeah, I went in and learned some electrical too. And, you know, yeah, I was, cool. you know, I'm on HVAC tech, but they have this good solar stuff. I'm thinking about putting some, you know, a battery yeah. in and you know, I'm going to use interplay for that as well. And, you know, the goal is, you know, like I told you, we have five or six domains now, but there's no reason that won't continue to grow. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's 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 our approach. Yeah, um, exceptional opportunities, uh, as you say, right now for, uh, with COVID and all Amazing. that, people's home. You know, some some awesome stuff going on there. Um, I'm interested to know um, how it's received from perhaps the older generation. Let's say uh, the guys have been in the in the in the game yes. for a long time. How are they are they sort of accepting it? We've gotten. Um, let's just say mixed reviews sometimes okay. from, yeah. yeah. So we, we have a, we actually started in energy auditing. Um, 
that's where we started. It's in you know beachhead niche market where I won't give you the background, but we ended up there. And now every energy auditor in this country, you know, as we tighten houses, well, you guys know combustion safety could be an issue, and so yeah. it's really teaching combustion safety procedure. And so we we did a deal with a big organization here who certifies um, in that industry, and they had really varied performance in their certification let's say so they said oh we want everyone to do this field test equivalent which was the video game or the quote effing video game as some <laughs> of the older generation uh, would call me and say you know i need to do this you know my job i've been doing 20 years now i have to do a video game to show you what i'm doing so we did get a little resistance there um so there there's a part of the population who are never really going to accept it but i will say the bulk of it actually was friction out of the gate the moment they got in there and did a couple scenarios, oh, that was fun. Like I, we could change the vari like the variables change, you know, whatever. The we yeah. had a depressurization because of the fireplace, and oh, I got to see that. And so I think they appreciate the the mm -hmm. the power of what simulation and scenario based learning can do mm -hmm. by changing out variables. I mean, you know, there's a reason the military, medical, yeah, exactly. and aviation industry used it, mm -hmm. right? It's just yeah. when you get practice, you change things up and. Um, and off you go. Mm. And um, as you said before, Doug, it's not going to obviously replace the hands-on technical stuff, um, right. but it, com it does complement that. So imagine someone's done a, a, a course. What, what do they get at the end of that? Some sort of certification? Well, you know, again, in this country, you know, every state has different rules on what mm. you need to do. I mean, in the Southeast, pretty much you can hang up a shingle and say, I'm an HVAC tech. Like you don't yeah. really need a whole lot. And then in the Northeast, like where the old, you know, where the unions dominated for years, there's a lot more regulation. So what we try to do is just like any trade school is at the end of it, you're going to have a certification from us. And then we'll have prepped you for the three major exams, right? One's an yeah. EPA, the uh, 608, which is the refrigerant, you know, exam that you have to take to touch refrigerants in this country. Uh, and then we partner with uh, the big personnel certification organization in this country called NATE, National Association of Technical Excellence. I got that mostly right. But yeah. that's what you most, uh, a quality HVAC person, one of the things they'll hang out is their NATE certification. Sure. Um, and then you should be prepped if there are any license exams in your state you should be prepped for sit for those, right? So yeah. we don't do the test out, if you will. We look at the third party organizations to do that, but you're certainly gonna be prepared. Yeah, for sure, that's cool. You mentioned um, SkillMill on your website. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, that's the, the name of the product of that, that catalog. We call it SkillMill. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the, the um, I mentioned earlier, Volt, that's the authoring engine that you don't see, nobody yeah. sees. That's sort of our, you know, our secret sauce is how we build these things at high pace. Yeah. Uh, because to do a catalog that the size we're talking about and what we've gotten to already is you have to have that, but the, the customer only sees skill mill right. where they're where they're in there buying the or whether yeah, where they're accessing the catalog content. Yeah, and gamification is obviously plays a part in this, Doug. Just can you unpack that a bit more for us? Yeah, yeah. So we do it in a couple of ways. One, obviously, just to, by definition, the simulations feel and look a little bit like a video game. So there's sort of the game gamified uh, impact there. We try to give, you know, like 
you know, uh, you know, when you when you fix the right, you know, let's say you change out the transformer and that was the right thing to do. There's, you know, a little activity lets you know you did it right. So there's some emotional reward there. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's tracked. And uh, so that's great for a couple of things. One, the service manager knows exactly, hey, Bob's doing great. You know, Sally's okay. kicking ass, but but Willie's falling behind, right? Because I can see on a dashboard who's doing what. Also, there's leaderboards. So if you want to set up a company leaderboard, you know, some of the larger companies do that with cohorts of learners and they'll have, and there's even a national leaderboard. Uh, and so that's kind of fun to watch. And so, yeah, we have a cert, uh, an online certificate too when you complete a course, et cetera. So yeah, we gamify it that way, really for engagement, motivation. Um, and yeah, there's even more to come there. So that, that, that's going to be the fun part. I reckon I'm going to start gaming. <laughs> nice. Good to hear. You yeah. won't be disappointed. Yeah, for sure. And you guys are obviously pioneers of this uh, this this uh, this field. Um, where do you see where do you see it heading to in years to come? Um, you know, I the I think you guys are a little more advanced than us in the sense that. Um, our setup here in this country tends to be like school, 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 work. (laughs) And, you know, you sort of stop. And I'm a big believer that especially post high school, you know, with the price of college and all these other things, like, I think you're going to see more earn and learn style models, right? Like, yeah, go work, whatever, whether it's in the HVAC industry or even computer coding, go start working. And because of the online easy access and heck COVID sort of accelerated a lot of this, yeah. right? Jeez, I don't need to take four years off and pay, you know, quarter of a million dollars to go learn for four years and then get yeah. a job. Like I can go get a job now and learn. And so I think we'll set up, uh, you know, we'll, we'll set up well in that world. Right. So that's why I said to you, you know, uh, 10 minutes ago, I want to be your lifelong learning platform, right? Yeah, I want you to sure. feel like, you know, we've curated it, it's well done, it's correct, uh, and the content just keeps growing and growing. So every time you come in, you're like, oh, there's the new inverter technology that we've been hearing is coming, and now I'm going to get trained up on it because I haven't been yet, right? So, uh, you know, I think that's the, the our long-term play is that I think we're playing that macro trend, that, that education, we're all sort of lifelong learners now, mm-hmm. and yeah. we have easy access to it, and... Um, for those who are enterprising enough who want to continue to grow, like you got to have that culture of learning in your workplace and we want to support that. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's the vision we see. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, look, I think that's, um, I think we're just about covered it. Pretty much. And we're running out of time. Unfortunately, yeah. we could talk about this all day because it's, it's fascinating stuff. Yes, it it's something that, uh, you know, I, I wasn't aware of until, you reached out to us, and and I'm glad you did because it's uh, it's going to change the face of uh, of yeah. learning, isn't it? Oh, for sure. I yeah, can't yeah. wait till it comes here. Yeah, absolutely. As people get to know about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, you should see us there in 2021. I mean, we're. I mean, like I oh, said, right. we're doing all the editors now, mm-hmm. um, and it's getting. It's getting. There's a. We're getting pulled in a lot of directions, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID was a huge catalyst for us. Anybody who was thinking about it, put a call into us. And uh, right now, knock on wood, we're kind of alone doing it and got a pretty good head start. So if we keep executing, yeah, we should have a presence uh, in Australia and the not too distant future. Oh, that's great. And we look forward to that. 
Um, one more question for you, Doug. What's, what's your proudest moment that you've had since the inception of uh, Interplay Learning? Oh, you know, I think it's got to be, um, we did our first, we were virtual for a number of years, right? We found these coders around the country, actually. We had two in England and, and, and uh, getting them all together after we had all worked, a lot of us had worked together for two and a half years, right? Just like we're talking on Zoom, everyone knew yeah. what everyone looked like basically from the nipples up, but they <laughs> knew other than that. And just seeing everyone get together and seeing the friendships that were so real already, even though these people hadn't met. I mean, these now some of these coworkers, they go on trips together and it, it just, that was special that yeah. you create that, that new group that didn't exist. Yeah. And if we didn't yeah. stand up this company, that relationship doesn't exist. So watching yeah. those three days at, at the, we called it the global summit. Um, it was, it was a special moment because it just yeah. sort of brought, brought the personal side of this. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Great yeah, stuff. That's cool. Great stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, again, we look forward to, to seeing you, you guys here in Australia. So sure. uh, can't happen uh, soon enough, but uh, I reckon it's time, Brad. I think we should jump into the next round, be. which is the, the fun bit. No, yeah. which is called All keeping right. Keeping it cool on the hot seat. You ready for this? I, I think so. We'll see. All right. All right. Are, you, are you drinking a stout there or what is that? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a Guinness. That's all right, nice, right? Nice. It's 6.30. It's 6.30 here. <laughs> I, I could handle one right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brad's often having brekkie beers. <laughs> <laughs> only, only on a long weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. So keeping it cool in the hot seat round, and uh, Brad's digging. I'm going to press that button. Get the clock started. So if you wouldn't mind doing the honours, Brad. Okay, then the time starts now. All right. If you were to write an autobiography, what would your title be? Uh, humility. Nice. If you could be a superhero, Doug, who would you be? Oh, Aquaman. Easy. Aquaman. Yeah. You like the water? Ah, so cool. You can talk to the animals, rally them up. It's amazing. About that. I love them. Uh -huh. right. um, it's my so password. Should I say that on a podcast? <laughs> yeah. no, use that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No one's listening. It's okay. yeah. um, if a song described your work ethic, what song would that be? Uh, you can't always get what you want. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Uh, if you're a brand, what would your motto be? Oh, geez. Just show up. Yeah. Cool. Just show up. I say I say that to all people. Even if we're, you're gonna screw up. Who cares? Just show up. Just. Hundred yeah. percent. If you could sit with uh, one celebrity or famous person for a chat, who would that person be? Uh, right now, definitely Bill Gates. Uh, not only the technical background, but his you know yeah. command of this infectious disease. Like he's a special. Yeah, he's a special human. Yeah. Great stuff. When you go on vacation, Doug, what's the first thing that you pack? Oh, the first thing that I pack. Well, if it's a vacation that I get to choose and not my wife, I go get my ski boots. <laughs> and then the Guinness. Then the Guinness. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, if Hollywood made a movie about your life, who would you want to play the lead role? Uh, this will be a, a weird one, maybe. Michael Keaton. I, I think that guy's a genius comedic yeah. actor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, he's got a cool way. Yeah, it's not a popular one, but I've always loved Michael Keaton's work. 
That's good. You're doing. You're and doing you look goodies. at me. I'm kind of rougher around the edges. <laughs> yeah. but, you, know, I'm, you know, not classically good looking. I mean, you know, nobody would buy the Brad Pitt, George Clooney thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. If you could ha have one meal for the rest of your life, Doug, what would that be? Probably chicken parmesan. Oh, I'll second that motion. Um, using a scale of one to ten, rate yourself on your weirdness. My weirdness, uh, probably a four. Depending on who you ask. My wife thinks I'm an eight. <laughs> Describe yourself in three words. Oh, geez. I mean, these are hard. Are. Yeah, that three words is hard. Um, I, I'm going to actually go back to my motto just, show, just shows up. <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I just I believe that for friends and, and life, and just I, just I just show up. I may not have the answer, but I'll be standing there trying to figure it out with you. Um, name one thing that everyone looks weird doing. Well, I'll say virtual reality the first couple of yeah, times. It looks, they look a little, you know, until you're used to it, it does look like, because they're behaving in a world that you can't see. Yeah. So it, it looks weird from the outside. No, need a harness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's have, right. You, have you ever had a sick day when you weren't really sick though? Oh, sure. Yeah. But not yeah. in this job. This is a uh, job. Oh, right, okay. different. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, plenty. The previous lot. Uh -huh. Nice. That's and right. Finally, Doug, um, your porn star name. Uh, porn star. I mean, it's got to be Sticky Wicket. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you like cricket? <laughs> uh, well, I like it enough, but you know, that term just sticks in your head and it just says so much. Yeah, that conjures up so many thoughts. Oh. just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to comment on that. No, I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, that's, well that's all good, mate. You got through that, so well done. All right. Well, thank you, you for having me, watch. guys. This, what this is your brand now? <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope none of my employees listen to that last part. <laughs> um, mate, we just want to say thank you for coming on. And um, Doug, um, if people want to get in touch and have, check you guys out, where can they find you? Uh, best is interplaylearning.com. I-N-T-E-R, play learning, interplaylearning.com. Yeah, it's all there. Brilliant, mate. And as per usual, we'll put a link to that in our show notes so people can find you there as well. Sure, yeah. But, uh, mate, thank you again. Fantastic, guys. Enjoyed it. Look, look forward to being able to put a headset on you here one of these days and, yes, please. and see, see if your skills are really what you represent. <laughs> if we ever get to come over, then we'll come and see yeah. you. Yeah. All right. You're one welcome. Day. One day. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, guys. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you stopping by and checking out the episodes. And uh, check us out on airconditionedpodcast.com, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. All of those. The whole gamut, you yeah. know, where to find us. But, and uh, leave a, um, uh, what do you call it? A review. A review, that's right. A review yeah. would be nice. Again, yeah. can't emphasise that enough because that helps with our discoverability, Brad. Yeah, definitely. And that's what this podcast is about, is getting the message out there and creating the discussion. So yeah. uh, let's get the reviews going, guys. We would very much appreciate that. Also, I just wanted to say thank you to our loyal listeners they're bloody legends aren't they, they are. yeah because um with your downloads your reviews we we actually hit a milestone this week Brad. did we top in the top 250 apple podcasts under how to we ranked at number 10. no way 
That's amazing. That's good, isn't it? There you go. So there you go. Well, so that's how important they are, mate. Um, keep them coming, and uh, until the next episode, Brad. Arrivederci. Good night, guys. <laughs> That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.